Do you need to take care of Pesto really quick? No. No, he's fine. He'll die. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm kidding. You hurt Brittany with that statement. <laughs> On the subject of dogs dying. No. Oh <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, we should talk about Chernobyl first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just a... Episode 207. <laughs> so you're allowed perfect. to do that, but I'm not. What kind of sexism? Thank you, I, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad someone said I, it. I like the move difference. away and give myself time to edit it, but you were just like in the mic. I couldn't help it. My body that was just like, difference. ooh, M Ms. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Are you though? Don't shame really. her. Fucking two oh seven. Things never Welcome. change. God. War. War never changes. Four of us. Rob's playing chess with me online. I'm moving first. How was your guys Madeline's week? here too. I said the four of us. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say who. You didn't give a proper <laughs> introduction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You fucked up already. It's where you have a minute in. <laughs> I, that was deliberate. I, I was just like, let's move past it. No. Get over this intro. <laughs> We're going to dwell on this for the next 30 to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jeff. I asked you how you guys' yeah. week was, so now you're being rude. That's about... <laughs> Shut up. Uh, what did we do? We didn't do... Oh, you went on a hike. Yeah, I went on a hike with some friends up to Mount Rainier. And then um, on Sunday, we... <laughs> I was going to say what Saturday, day was that? but uh, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> We went with Pesto to the farmer's market. Ooh. Yeah. How how do you do? He always he loves the farmer's market. Yeah, he makes friends. Yeah. Gets lots of blueberries. He does for free. blueberries. Yeah. Well he doesn't he doesn't have a job, he can't pay for yeah. them. Or I didn't <laughs> know it's just like everything is free for him. I didn't know if random people just like went around like handing blueberries to dogs or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love that. I like that the way job. you think. Mm-hmm. I know. Your dog? Blueberry. A blueberry for your dog? Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> they only get it if they let me pet their dog. Uh huh. That's the payment. Yeah. Hey, Rob. It's your turn. Yes, sir. Is it? I did one move um, and we're already just waiting on Rob. I know. I'm filling out a spreadsheet for our Emmy talk. What, just in case uh, you want to make some guesses. What did you guys do? We've moved yes. since we last recorded. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So. How is it? awful we're on the third floor now oh. the moving the moving process was awful the moving this day apartment is so much nicer yes moving day was pretty bad but the apartment in general is a nice improvement we got mm. a ceiling fan so during recordings we don't have to just die in a stale room <laughs> which is great oh i missed that. yeah <laughs> oh wait we still have that now yeah here. well i mean you guys just don't have ac at all right yeah, no, Washington. Yeah. yeah, so like you don't have a choice. You just have to die. Fuck. <laughs> Out of context. Well, you're going to die. Uh, so it's just been busy dealing. Like this past Saturday, we finally finished up at the old apartment. Well, Sunday even, because yeah. Saturday we cleaned, and then Sunday we did the final walkthrough and gave the keys back. Yeah. So we're finally done with that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. That's pretty much been our last week is dealing with that. We played Pokemon this past oh Sunday. We're still playing it, so I still want to... Like Pokemon Go? Yes. Because yeah. it was a oh. community day, so we got our shiny Mudkip. 
Oh, I heard you like Mudkip. Yes. I was going to say that. Yeah, the, the oldest <laughs> theme. And we also got the Armored Mewtwo while we were there. Oh. Like, it just, we happened to do two raids because there were so many people. And I got it on the first one, and then Brittany got it on the second raid. Mm -hmm. hmm. Very nice. So I am almost done with my Johto. That's the first region, right? I'm a nerd. Isn't it Kanto? Kanto. I'm Are a nerd, nerd, I swear. Uh, I'm almost done with my Kanto Pokedex. I just need two regionals and the legendaries. And then I'm done only i'm done i don't know that's it i didn't really have much else to say about this week because we have a lot of media to catch up on hey how was your week do you have anything brett it was my birthday and then we moved and i've been dead ever since you're on season <laughs> happy birthday thanks you're on the season four finale of the office that's how you're oh i just finished it two that's, weeks that's been. been my background noise yeah <laughs> for the move <laughs> mm -hmm. so since we're obviously the most topical podcast that is always on top of everything media to come out mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the show that just finished airing chernobyl and discuss that like just. three months ago but. <laughs> it's yeah it's fine mm -hmm. it's not like it's anything new to any of us it's like what the reactor exploded what a what it, how what did a, an rbmk reactor explode uh -huh. cody calm down james <laughs> james potter <laughs> Wait, was that James Potter? It yeah. was James Potter. <laughs> which wow, one, which Harry one, Potter's which dad was in yeah. there? Adrian Rollins. He is yeah. Fomine. The, oh, the the, gla the squirrely glasses. The yeah. one that kept asking, like, explain to me how a... RBMK reactor explodes. Yeah. The curly-haired guy, I don't know. His voice, man. Oh, yeah, his voice. yeah. So, spoilers for Chernobyl. If you haven't seen it, it's five episodes. Go watch it. It's fucking... It's, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. If you haven't seen it, maybe you haven't heard of it, or it just doesn't interest you, but you should watch it. It's mm -hmm. short. You can... I think I finished it in a weekend, literally. Like, yeah. two days of watching. Mm -hmm. uh, check it out, but spoilers, just in case. So, yeah. No, that guy... I didn't know how to feel about him. The not James Potter guy. What was his name? Uh, fuck. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I it, it doesn't, it doesn't up, matter. But so. he was, like, a, not as villainous Dyatlov, I would say. Like Drakonov. Yeah, he wasn't easy to hate as Dyatlov, but I was still yeah. just like, you're the reason this happened, you fucking... Yeah. Because he's the plant director. Guy. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he's the one that wanted the bonus for getting the safety test done, right? Yeah, I think... Because I listened to the Chernobyl podcast, <laughs> which was some guy from NPR and the writer of the show... Um, did like a five five episode podcast about making the show and behind the scenes things and I guess Brukhanov was getting promoted and then Fomin was yeah. going to get Brukhanov's job and then Diatlov was supposed to get Fomin's job right which is why they were all like this yes. test has to happen today yeah. it has to happen before the end of the year or whatever yeah something or... before something so yeah. that they all secured their promotions corruption yes basically human yes. error is the reason so many people died mm -hmm. and yeah i loved the first episode i think the first and last episodes are the best mm -hmm. i don't know it i just like seeing the destruction and seeing how they portray like the meltdown and just the i know it's hyped up or dramatized but just like the pure ignorance and just denial on the russian or the mm -hmm. ukrainians ussr Soviet. Soviets, yeah. I was like, there's a shorter word yeah. for this. But Soviet. <laughs> just the way they portrayed how hard they were fighting to deny that it was a big deal and that they should 
be taking it more seriously. Like mm-hmm. those Wait, two episodes yeah. really showed that. Go ahead. And that's and that's kind of like that was a big part of the show. What, what they wanted to show there too is that the behavior of the Soviet Union was very much deny, deny, deny because the West will think less of us and all this kind of other crazy shit. And they really did a good job of kind of illustrating that the, the it wasn't necessarily ignorance; it was a conscience choice, which makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. the exact uh, quote, but I think it's what's Stellan Skarsgård's character's name? Fuck, he's uh, a very important. Boris Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Boris Sherbina. Yeah, like we we Sherbina. stopped watching. We finished like over a month ago, I think, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, we're a little yeah. rusty on the yeah. names. Boris Sherbina said to Legasov, essentially, you know, you're trying to, you're about to humiliate a nation that, whose biggest fear is being humiliated. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that was, like, the main theme of the show, if you were doing, like, a book report on it. Yeah. Like, that's the set, that's the yeah. quote you write for the yeah. main theme of the show. Like, they were going to such hard lengths because they could not mm-hmm. admit that they're, system was flawed and could cause an event like this yeah. they didn't care about the people that were going to die the destruction it was causing and you know limiting that destruction they didn't care about it it was all just about saving face like the germans they wouldn't even tell the germans who were giving them that um similar to like a mars rover mm-hmm. giving them that equipment you know they wouldn't give them the exact amount of the um Rotkin. Rotkin, yeah. Okay. yeah. They wouldn't even tell them like the seriousness of it because... They knew that it would prove how bad of a yeah. mistake it was. Yeah. It's so stupid. I love Boris, his like reaction to that mm-hmm. after they were doing that test with the German equipment and it just completely fucking failed mm-hmm. and he just yeah. lost his shit. Yeah. It was great. Isn't that pretty much like when he turned and was just like fuck it like I we think need he to was fix this always frustrated but yeah. that was just kind of like the, are you fucking kidding me yeah it doesn't yeah, matter anymore cake. we need to get this resolved no i, I think I, I think there was one thing um that came out after the show ended was that diatloff wasn't as villainous as they yeah. made him sound yeah like he did do some pretty stupid things but it wasn't from a place of like villainy was in a place of kind of the the he, i think he kind of personified russia to a to a degree Probably. as well uh like they kind of wrote him in as like a characterization of it and the behavior so they're just to kind of target that frustration um they wanted a good villain and they did it like i don't think yeah. the actual diatlov is like nearly as i'm sure it was most more incompetence than malice mm-hmm. that's yeah what's the that's yeah. like a fallacy or whatever occam's, occam's razor I think. no that's the stupid thing like pick the Easy solution, the easiest solution. That's Occam's razor. Hanlon's razor? Yeah, whatever. That's it. That's the one. And never attribute to malice, which can easily be explained by... Um, stupidity. Yeah, stupidity, ignorance, whatever. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. Anyway. But I, they also I did that with... I think people, characters are easier to hate than concepts for average TV viewers, so... I was just going to say they were... They did, like, amalgamations of people, like the yeah. female scientist... What was her name? Ulana oh my God. Kom- Komyuk yes. or something. Like, she was totally made up, but they, like, contributed mm-hmm. all the other scientists that, uh... Yeah. She was supposed to just character. represent, yes. like, all the other scientists that helped with yeah. the problem. But they couldn't. So they, they definitely, I'm sure, reduced the actual mm-hmm. personnel that were involved in the total failure and the result 
of it being brought to light. Mm-hmm. I believe, based on like records that have been finally somewhat unearthed from the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. that the entire scene in the finale, all the scenes taking place the night of and you know in the control room were like exactly how it happened. Because they had recordings of it and stuff? or like Not like audio or video, but like logs and records. Oh, the play-by-play was yeah, accurate. because it was accurate. Because they kept recordings of, or not recordings, but logs of yeah. what people did and when. Like, and things that were said. So it, was all it just automated. took a long time for all of that to come out. Because they had to admit that. <laughs> the Soviets were very private. So, yeah, you guys just finished it, so I want to get your, like, more fresh... Hot takes. Yeah, just general opinions of the show. I enjoyed it. I, I know Brittany's going to hate this, but I, I really enjoyed uh, the dog episode. <laughs> oh, I, because... I just want to say, it sucked, but that was definitely the best episode thematically. Anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's that's where I was going at. Like, there's a lot of really interesting tidbits throughout this the series. I think... Episode five have a really good payoff, but to me that wasn't quite as valuable because we kind of knew it was going to happen, and so I was kind of watching the show from the lens of what what are they really going to try to talk about, and what are they really trying to impress upon the viewers as like the message. Um, I think that did that episode did a really good job is that it took like the war is hell aspect of of war, and applied it to a situation that ultimately you have no enemy. Mm-hmm. It's like anti-life is the enemy in this case like as radiation is killing everything mm-hmm. and you have to do things that are so difficult to think to things that don't understand why like and i think uh, pavlov's character was a really good example of kind of uh, again personifying you know people mm-hmm. that kind of personified the average person not understanding just how fucked up it was to the, to have to deal with this level of chaos and catastrophe the dogs i think was really good like kind of symbolic metaphor of of kind of just everything that you're going to lose it doesn't matter that it's meaningful or it has value is that it has to be destroyed otherwise it will destroy mm-hmm. um and so I, I really i really enjoy that episode um i know that wasn't the only part of it of the episode but it, the, the part that resonated the i think the most for me it was also very hard to watch like watch his character kind of break and like the hard um i, I don't remember his name the guy with the funky nose from afghanistan like funky nose. the guy that yeah, was kind of like training like hard. he was hard he was hard like yeah. he had seen shit that mm-hmm. he had to deal yeah. with and he was just trying to like mm-hmm. get pavlov to understand like we all have to do this we all have mm-hmm. to feel those feelings and they are they're mm-hmm. human and they're real but you have to get through them because the job dictates that we do mm-hmm. more than just let it keep happening let things keep going because that's yeah. the way it is well it's like he said to the like i because i first when it started i was like oh my gosh this is so horrible and then um we had talked about it a little bit um robert and i and then it, i liked how he said the adrian brody looking guy um <laughs> he said uh to the kid he's like you know you make one shot he's like if you don't kill them he's like you don't let them suffer he's like if i catch you yeah. letting them suffer he's like i'll kill you i think that's what he said and then um yeah and then even like the end scene like towards the end when the kid he went in the house and there was the mom, mm-hmm. the dog with the puppies. And like, mm-hmm. you could tell he was just like, didn't know what to do. And instead of the guy, you know, cause he knew how horrible this whole scenario was instead of being a total dick. He was like, just go outside. Mm-hmm. It shows that people can still be humans, even if they're doing these unfortunate mm-hmm. things that things. need to happen. It was a great metaphor for war. What I find, I mean, I, it's funny. Cause I know this happened, the Chernobyl that it happened with the, Soviets, but I feel like any country would actually like stoop to that level to be have so think that you're there be so ignorant and think that you're gonna fix this and no one's gonna find out about it. Yeah, I mean, there's and that yeah, that's what I the big thing that I took. There's away from two this other 
I think big examples of like nuclear meltdowns. There was one in India where that was um, because there was a Reddit thread about um, after Chernobyl was done airing, and it was like if you could have another series made by the people that made Chernobyl on other disasters, what would you want to see? And so some people said the I can't remember the Japanese reactor that had a meltdown Fukushima. yes and people were like that'd be interesting to see like the opposite side where if you take precautions and you do things right like how it can not destroy an entire country and like yeah people did die but it wasn't nearly as That's devastating catastrophic. and then yeah on the chernobyl side of it again there was a reactor in india that had just like a huge leak that killed tens of thousands, I think. And just, it was just negligence again, mm-hmm. just they did not have the proper safety policies in place. Mm-hmm. And it's just not really well known. Like I had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. So they probably did a similar thing where just India was just like, hey, we just don't got to talk about it. That's interesting. Uh, I think the one you're talking about is. It starts with a B. Well, there's uh, Blue Shahar in the uh, Uttar Pradesh, India. That one has two hundred million, two two hundred twenty million dollars as of two thousand six money. They all have zero. All the other ones on there have zero fatalities except for one in Kota, uh, India. Yeah. At the uh, that one has N A for f- fatalities. So I think that's very interesting. That, might that be the that, one. Yeah, because it it like is specifically calling out not applicable, but it definitely released some radioactive helium and heavy water which heavy water is very dangerous yes. for consumption into a river yeah uh so i so th- that might be the one so i think that it's almost like a toss-up like if the country is willing to actually admit mm-hmm. to the wrongdoing when they have a disaster mm-hmm. so bad well to me it's like if say they did say hey we fucked up like we need help would the outcome have been different like would that many people still have had to, you know, cause they didn't really, there, what was a 30 kilometer, um, evacuation, like evacuation yeah. radius. And really they, it should have been like 200. No, 2000, 2000, it was 2600. Oh. Was, yeah. 2000 was what, um, uh, lady, like, 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 mm-hmm. was trying to argue for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it would still have, I think the initial deaths yeah. would have still, would still happened because, mm-hmm. They were never going to reach out before it happened, but yeah, I'm the sure time sufferers maybe yes. wouldn't have as much of a problem. The British workers or not the British, the German workers that went the miners. The, yeah. The miners, yeah. the Russians that had to go for like the minute and a half on the roof. Like they would, Fuck they would be alive. One. Yeah. No, that, the, the, I think that's up. probably one of the worst jobs to have had. They did yeah. 90 seconds of service and then they were done. But most of them died. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. pretty I, I, shitty. Well, I think one of the most, the most powerful scenes in terms of quantifying how dangerous the radioactivity was is the helicopter scene when they oh, first yeah. come across with the sand oh. and how it just immediately is, like, destroyed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just uh, flying over it and just the fumes hitting it just totally crashes the copter. Terrifying. I mean, I think yeah. just... In the first episode, when the firefighter grabs the graphite and just holds it for like a second, and then yeah. immediately yeah. his hand is just like yeah. melting, essentially. Like, yeah. bye. <laughs> that is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then Vasily and all the rest of the firefighters, what they looked like. That hospital like, scene fucking got me. Yeah. One of my small gripes of the show is that that storyline with the wife of the firefighter just kind of like stopped after she lost the baby. Like, I yeah. thought there would be more to it, but it was just like. Okay, yeah, we know she was going to get radiation. She was going to lose a baby. But then it was just like, they never, I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of just like ended. 
I mean... Yeah, I think I think it was more of a... Not a symbolic thing, but kind of representative of what everybody went through yeah. in the area. Like, there is uh, no resolution. To a degree. But there it is. Just, yeah. It is it just, what it is. That, that happened. But there is now. It's been 30 years. Well, at, yeah. at the end of it. She had a son and stuff. I, I think it was a very good series. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy these, like, mini kind of... Mini in a series? bubble. Yeah. Limited just, series. I don't, I don't need your sarcasm, okay? <laughs> no, that's what it's called on the Emmys. <laughs> no, no, I know. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I know. <laughs> I just... Okay. I, it really... They did it such a good job. I don't... I don't there's not much more I can yeah. say about it than... than I... If they made this a ten episode show yeah. season, like I don't know what more could have been added. It would have yeah. been a lot of filler and fluff, I think. That's like the fucking I don't know the word, but the wor- best and worst part about miniseries yeah. is they leave you wanting more, but you can't you know. imagine what else they could do. You know you don't want more. I do, but I don't. Like I'm just like, Oh, I wanna keep watching, but I just, You enjoy this the is ride. perfect the way it is. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to say about Sharamble? Are we ready to I'm rate glad it? you guys all watched it. Yes. I really like Jared Harris, and I hope he gets into more things, because he's a fantastic guy. Did you ever watch really? Mad Men? I did not watch Mad oh, Men. he's in Mad Men. I know it's something... I really need to watch yes. that, but it's... There's a list of things I yes. need to watch still, He's so. great at doing period pieces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, he, he was um, Moriarty in uh, Sherlock Holmes with RDJ. Oh, you're talking about the guy with the glasses? The main character. The glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you the can't, guy with you, the glasses. You can't say names. I know. The guy with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Jared Harris. But no. I, okay. No. I yeah. Don't know who that is. No. Yeah. He he did. Like when you said, uh, well, I forget. Yeah. He did great, and <laughs> I'm tired. there was one thing that you mentioned to me, Britt, about the very first episode in the podcast. The writer he specifically showed the reactor exploding and um, Jer- killing himself. Suit. Yeah. He said, "Not many people know oh, like yeah. a lot of the history about Chernobyl. They all just know it happened." So he said. I just know that if people start watching the show, they're going to look it up. The first things they're going to see are the reactor explodes and, oh, Valerie Legasov committed suicide. Yeah. So he wanted to get those things out of the way Yeah. before. So it's not like he has to build up to those things. Everyone yeah. just, we're all yeah. on the same page. Yeah, which I think is a great way to just, like, do it justice, show the weight of it. But also, like, we know the end of this. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's see just. See what happened yes, to lead up to this. What brought us here. Because yeah. his. I, whole point of writing the show he said was i always knew it happened but i feel like none of us ever really can explain why or what led up to it and now you understand nuclear fission yes <laughs> something about the water about and steam yeah. coefficient yeah, and something negative like energy I, coefficient. It, red and blue cards that's it's the, the xenon when you were well like Go I ahead. like the way they pronounce. Go ahead no so because i watched a few videos on uh fukushima and like why that happened because it was only like certain reactors and it was because in those reactors like they had the backup was like a diesel generator and so when the water got too high it killed the generator that's oh, i mean yeah. that's a basic simple but yeah. that's what i was reading about is like that was just that in like simple where the two of the other because i think there was five reactors there mm-hmm. and one like the two of them or don't did two of them but, explode in Fukushima? I don't know. They had leaks, or uh, so I, I don't know what, but um, it was reading. I was just reading about it that it was, um, it was due to like a diesel generator failing because of, yeah. What I liked about Chernobyl is that it seemed, at least from my limited sample size, is when you watch Chernobyl, you then went and like on Wikipedia learning about nuclear yeah. fission and stuff and looking at the effects. And then when I was watching it, I was like, 
well, shit, I want to see how far apart these cities were. And so I was going on Wikipedia, like, looking up the effects and, like, how far the cities were and, like, looking at Google Maps to see, like, the the range of what happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was just, like, I'm wondering if everyone that watched it at some point was, like, wait a sec, I mean, I need to know more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I, th- I think people on YouTube, like, the YouTubers, a lot of them started going there. Yeah. Yeah, because you can like, take tours around. of mm-hmm. uh, Pripyat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You so. can Whoa. You can go, like, near... The, re- the plant the, yeah because they have like a containment building around no. it. it, yeah. it it's like a sarcophagus yeah they like, like i know called. i watched them build it it's yeah. crazy they had to get a new one recently i think because it's yeah in 2017 they yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no they put it over the sarcophagus they say because i watched the video mm-hmm. like last night of or whatever night of them building it it's like this giant like lead and they built it 300 meters away and they basically like rolled it into place yeah and it's actually pretty cool looking. I mean, it's how big it is. And just the engineering feat of like getting the dimensions correct and making it so you basically can slide this over. And there were pieces, of course, like part that you're sliding over first. Of course, there's pieces that fold down. Yeah. But um, once it's in place. But I mean, it. I, to me, it's a pretty neat engineering feat. It's um, fucking I mean, it sucks that it had to yeah, be. I would yeah. not yeah. volunteer to be on that engineering yeah. team. No. I'd be like, you can yeah. fuck off with building something around that mm-hmm. death box yeah yeah well there was a bunch of funding from a bunch of different countries like yeah. it was showing like all the different countries yeah, that like helped fund countries. this and like mm-hmm. all the like the companies that bid for positions and all this stuff it's pretty interesting yeah. definitely a crazy piece of global history that mm-hmm. is forever going to exist as a huge fuck up mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i'm very glad that a show of this quality was able to bring it back into light and mm-hmm. just in the discussion for however brief it was, it will continue to be talked about at least in the next couple of years, as far as media goes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you'll see probably an uptake of people talking about how bad nuclear re- uh, reactors are. Yes. For, for better or worse, like they're not the worst thing environmentally. It's just when they fucking fail, <laughs> then yeah. they're uh, real bad. Humans aren't going to live, but <laughs> yeah. during that discussion, Rob won. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Uh- damn that was quick that was and really quick. i offered Cody a draw a... instead of resigning and he took the draw oh, <laughs> oh did i oh i thought you wanted to resign damn it you fucking all right <laughs> these numbers are skewed i'm you listeners out there i i you that's that's sneaky cody you sneaky son oh of a bitch. Sneaky. yeah i thought it would be that's funny. fine yeah, uh, I'm still, I'm still up three on him. Yeah. Why don't you guys play another game? I started. I'm trying to. I'm trying to ask him for another game, but I don't think he has a window up. No, I feel pretty good nope. in my. No. Of five. <laughs> You're first anyway. ever two chess games so, in a chess talk. Uh, <laughs> rematch sent. Out of, what's the fucking number? Out of ten, what Rotkin? I was Rundkin? gonna do the meme, the three point eight. Not too 3. terrible. Three point six. Three point six, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Out of three point six, Ronkin. Not great. Not terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna say it's like a, a solid nine out of ten. Uh, so nine out of ten for Rob. I was also gonna do nine out of ten. It's just because I know when we talked about it, Brittany, you were just like, I just don't know what more I would want out of it. Yeah. Because you were trying to figure out what score to give it, and so I think you were foreshadowing a ten out of ten, coveted ten out of ten, and so you're just trying. I don't know if that's where you landed, but just the way you're describing your feelings on the show, like you couldn't think of much that you would take away from the show yeah but madeline you can go first i thought i'd give it a nine out of ten as well i 
before I do my ranking, I want to know, like, what is the thing that's keeping it from a 9.5 or a 10 for you guys? I want to know, like, what's um, it missing? For me, like I kind of mentioned, just, like, I just didn't like how some storylines were just kind of like, Wah. and then they just, like, they could do a nice resolution, or they could have, because clearly with the woman, <clears throat> wife of the firefighter, like, they had, mm-hmm. like, the little, like, bumper Ludmilla. card, and they were like, here's what you went on to do, but, like... The way the last scene we have of her is just looking depressed in a hospital, which is very fair. Like, mm-hmm. I get why that's what she's doing. From a history major, her story major. Get out of here. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> I just very, I respect those kinds of storytelling methods because I think it gives you like a really good snapshot without like just spilling everything out like here's the beginning the middle and the end of her story it's just this is what happened to her at this time and you know it's nice that they gave us a little end bumper with what actually happened to her but it was like you know like some people didn't have that positive ending you know Mm -hmm. some people probably had a similar story to her Mm -hmm. and you know they didn't eventually get to have a kid or you know it's just it was just fucking bleak so i it's just I thought of those stories of like Pavel and Ludmilla, like just being representative of like just the absolute fucking nightmare it was without I would, any kind of happy ending. I would get that if they didn't have the bumper. Yeah. Like if they didn't explain yeah. it, then I'd be like, Okay, yeah. yes, it's bad. But I usually don't like bumpers, but yes. it's a it's a true story, so yes. people love that kind of stuff. So I little things like those little stories, like I would have either don't include it like the little thing at yeah. the end or do some sort of wrap up. And then I would have liked maybe if they did six episodes, just like present or the future of Chernobyl and just like, I hate those kinds of no, things. but just like anyway. how they have come to try and make it right. Like with the containment area and like how there are like present day photos and like tours of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have loved that, but it's just something like that's what the show left me wanting, I would say. And so like, to me that, is where I could detract. I think it left you wanting a documentary. Maybe. Nah, I, I understand what Cody's saying, because I felt Thank that's why I was like, went and I looked up and I was watching videos on YouTube of like lead dome that they just built yeah. in 2017. And then like the build up to that, like it talked about the years beforehand, um, like in 2005, what happened and this year, like kind of like the monumental things that happened. I thought that would have been like the last episode would have been like something similar to that. Um, I get it. That's not what this show was about. Yeah. I mean, it was about Chernobyl, and this is part of Chernobyl. So, I, I again. I just, I didn't think that was the story they were trying to tell. Yes. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying your guys' opinions is wrong. So, what's your rating, then? I want to know what, what took, what is keeping Rob from giving it to Nathan. I'm sorry. I just, 40 minutes. Just, fuck. It just, it just, it just, just technical, technical stuff. I just want to know. It's just technical stuff. Like, oh, okay. I, 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 along with what Cody said, I, I don't think it was inherently, like, not qual- like, quality for 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. but, like, just a little extra polish was not there. And also, I don't give out 10 out of 10s that easily. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't be like, oh, it was really enjoyable. 10 out of 10. But as far as things go, I think it was a fair. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could, I could see myself saying maybe 9.5, but mm-hmm. there was splitting hairs. That's totally fine. I just wanted to like know your reasoning to think to know if I'm being over. I don't think crazing. you're being off base at all. You like dogs being shot. That's fine. I mean, it's, it's your your bag. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't just not considering something. But I'm I'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10. 
to me. Like baller. I feel like it was just very well done in every capacity. I it left me wanting more, but I think that's a, what makes it a ten out of ten. Is a good way to end yeah, the show. It left me wanting more without. You know, with being able to recognize that they don't need to do more, I can just go look it up. That that was great. But it's me. just, it's so good that I want to just have them show me all the things I want to see. Yeah. That's what YouTube's for. That's what books are but for. But it's not as good. <laughs> That's yeah. the issue. I know. But 10 out of 10 for me. So anyways, the average of this show is, it's a good show. Yeah. Go watch it. If you haven't already in the last three months. <laughs> yeah, please watch it because it will be talked about again mm-hmm. at the end of the year. So there's that talk. Are we ready to get into Emmys real quick? I do want to say I'm pleasantly surprised that Russian Doll was nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. Yes. I did not expect to see Russian Doll anywhere. But it got four nominations? It it got like four. Yeah, because Wikipedia has like what show got how many. And yeah, I got four. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty good. Yeah, because Netflix is the second highest nominated network, Mm -hmm. I think. Because last year, HBO, didn't Netflix have the most last year? Because HBO. I don't know. Didn't have Game of Thrones. Maybe. Because Game of Thrones alone has 14 nominations. Game of Thrones was nominated. Yeah, so I mean, just based on what I know of Emmys, it'll probably be between Barry, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Russian Doll for comedy. I think it's going to go to Barry. Not Russian Doll. I don't think think Russian Doll will actually have a running. Sorry, I was just excited for it. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll probably go to Barry. I I hope so. That's a great show. I need to watch it, I guess, Mm -hmm. because all they can get. It's Henry Winkle, right? Harry Winkler. I don't know what this fucking Henry. name is. You fucked, you fucked them both up. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. <laughs> He's Fonzie. Yes. Yeah, it's a Fonzie. Fucking Fonzie. That's his name. Fonzie. Thank you. I know that. The Fonz. Yeah. Happy days. Happy times. Is it Fonzie yeah. or Fonz? His name is something uh, Fonzarelli. Oh. Whatever calls him the Fonz okay. or Fonzie. Yeah. It's both. Uh, For drama. <laughs> You'd like it to go to Better Call Saul. I think it's just every season's getting better. Yeah. And this season we finally see Saul and it's just like Saul good, man. The the depravity <laughs> that this main character is showing while also being so likable is just oh, there's so much effort put into this show and these actors are so good. They need some goddamn recognition. That is I don't know. I thought favorite. Ozark was good. I haven't seen season 2, but I watched season 1 when it first came out. Is that out the one with Laura Linney? The girl, uh, the sure. blonde lady? Is that the one with the blonde lady? Oh, I know Jason Bateman. That one. Oh yeah, that one blonde lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's with the one guy, Bateman, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah, yeah. Bateman. <laughs> she got do you, it. Do you guys honestly think Game of Thrones has a chance? I don't know because it's not. It's not. It's not uh, fan based. It's the problem it's, is that people are sheep. I mean, there's that's that. the problem. There's that, but also it's it's done by like a committee, right? It's I not know, done but by they're like all votes. sheep too. But do you think they're they vote on the instance of like oh well a lot of people really like this show so. We're going to vote it. Or do you think yes. it's such a big show that a lot of people in the committee, committee, uh, <laughs> committee, uh, they are like, well, I it really like, like a... that show, so I'm going to vote for it. It's uh, well, the Academy, it's, so who knows? I think it's just like it's anything else. Like we, we've got we've got uh, the edge cases. I think we, like with most things, the vocal majority does not represent most people. And I think it's going to be it's going to hold true here. Like most people, I think, enjoyed the season. They may have had some like technical problems with it and it may not win all of the awards but i think it's probably generally well received we just are on reddit a lot so we see a lot of the, mm. the trash talking and everything else it's not just reddit these are the same people that picked green book as best picture so oh, it's anything all the same. possible it's all the same academy it's the academy oh i don't know i figured they'd oh. be separate i didn't realize it was literally separate. the yeah. same yeah but i mean i i knew 
Ugh. I know that they love Ozark as well, and Bodyguard didn't that win a good amount of Golden Globes and stuff. Oh, that's the one with uh, R- Richard Madden. Rob Stark. From, yeah, Rob Stark. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be in something else, too, soon. Give it all the awards. Uh, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Limited series. It's We're hoping it's going to be Chernobyl. Escape at Danamora won Golden Globes. Okay. So. It has a chance of yes. doing that. I don't think it'll be Sharp Objects. I have no idea what that was about. It's weird. It's a dark, dark show. Madeline uh, watched it, like, two or three months ago lead actor i don't care i think it'll be michael douglas yeah because they love they love the kaminsky method yeah even though it's average i watched half of an episode it's fine (laughs) it's written by uh what's the guy that did um henry winkler no (laughs) (laughs) james potter no the shitty fucking charlie sheen show oh harry potter (laughs) harry potter uh harry potter his dad's name was james potter i don't know I didn't he also that. writes Big Bang Theory. It's the same guy that write, writes those shows, does yeah. Kaminsky oh, Method. Mr. Bazinga. Yeah, that guy. Mr. Bazinga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Henry Bazinga. Anyway, so <laughs> Kaminsky Method's going to win. I think... See, I'll, be, I, I'll, I'll be pleasantly surprised if uh, Hader wins for Barry. Because I think he does a really... He has, it, it, after listening to him on, on uh, Armchair Experts and kind of him just talk about the whole process and like everything... And him being a traditionally a, 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 a comedian. Wow, I can talk. C- comedian. Um, I have a speech impediment, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, no, I, I just think he's he's a very talented guy. I think he's he's uh, I think he's definitely worthy of that. I mean, obviously he's nominated. I feel like lead actress. I know more about the shows in this category, so this is way more of a toss up. Like I know Rachel uh, Brosnahan won last year. Yes, Julia Louis. Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She always I think, is nominated and does well in the awards. I think she might take it because this was Veep's last season. Yes, and then oh, okay, we were Na- talking about that. Natasha Lyonne, because we saw Russian Doll, she did a great job, and her character was interesting and fucked up, but also still funny. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that one's the hardest for me to pick. I am fine because I haven't seen the second season of uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but I want to. Mm-hmm. But, so I'd be fine with her winning because she did a great job in the first season. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Robin Wright is on here. Is not. Yeah, she's not. Is on here. Oh, Am she's a lead actress one? in a drama. No, I'm not. She's on the wrong Oh, one. no, I'm Sorry. not. Oh, oh yeah, I was looking at. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, looking. you're. You're just just scroll slow down through scrolling. So lead actor, I don't know why Kit Harrington is nominated. He didn't do anything. I'm sorry. He doesn't want Cult. it. Yeah, that, that's what we want his uh, acceptance speech to be if I he don't gets want it. it. I don't want it. <laughs> He's talented, but this season was a terrible misuse of his abilities. Yeah. Same thing goes with Amelia Clark in. She did one. good, I think. I feel like this she, was the she, best acting she's ever done. She had a tough season to do, and yeah. she did it. Yeah. What category are we looking think, at right now? We're, we're on. We're on this. We're on this one here. Just tell me the name. Outstanding. We're, we're, yes, we're on drama. Yeah, Robin Wright is in that. I, we just we were, got we were on, to that. I'm on, so we're confused. We're on comedy. Oh, my, oh my God. You guys are just ridiculous. This is why I said to put it on the screen so that way you can actually see it. It's on the screen. That's a tiny screen. <laughs> this is what I deal with. You've made me Anyways. like this. I'm not going to track them. I feel like we're, we're kind of just like skimming like, ah, it's going to be good. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why I mean, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just want to talk about the sheer number of Game of Thrones nominations. 14. And 18. Oh, absolutely. 16. Between 14 and 18. 16. It's just <laughs> absolute and bullshit. I want to just say props to Gwendolyn Christie for nominating herself. 
Although and this yes, is not even close to being her best season. And Alfie Allen. And Alfie Allen, yeah, I and, hope he wins. And Melisande. He did fantastic this season. What is the Melisande like, actress? Karis, Karis Van Houten. Yes. Those yeah. those three all had to nominate themselves because HBO won it. Mm-hmm. What a bag of dicks. Yep. Yeah. I hope they win and that's the only yeah. awards that That'd Game of Thrones gets. That'd be the biggest fuck you to Game of Thrones and That'd HBO. That'd be great. I wonder if D&D will show up to the Emmys. Because they didn't show up to their Comic Con panel. Fucking wait, they didn't. They actually didn't show up. I didn't track yeah, that. Segway. Yeah, that we're on a Comic Con now. Um, <laughs> yeah, will keep up. <laughs> go, go to this I'm next. Still screen. stuck on Robin Wright. <laughs> she was I nominated she for win. Best Actress, but she's the worst. So I don't know. I like her. So oh, I'm sorry. Rip. We're on Comic Con now. Uh, again, Where's Kevin Spacey? Keep up. Dead. <laughs> Murder. He's dead. <laughs> So yeah, D and D they did not show up. And did you verify if they were? I did not verify. I can, but I heard that they did not allow fan questions after the Game of Thrones panel. Yes, so yes. I will verify. Not surprising. Yeah, but so there was drama about that, obviously, because Free Folk was constantly saying that they're gonna boo Game of Thrones when they came up. But then D and D didn't show up. But some actors still were somewhat booed because uh, the Jamie actor Nikolai was booed. Nikolai Koster-Waldau was booed during the Game of Thrones okay. panel. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. That wasn't accurate because he actually tweeted about that afterwards and said that there was no booing. There was like... a single guy that booed. That uh, was okay, it. that's not booing. That's yes. some guy being a twat. Yes. Okay. That's still a boo. Yeah. So people are La-boo. saying that there's booing, but it's really just like these one or two people and like if you hear the right video, you hear a loud boo and so you assume that it's like the entire panel booing at them. Man, the internet can be awful sometimes, and then you can get things like Area yeah. 51. So it's like, just... I get why uh, D&D, I don't remember the name, so I just say D&D. Um, I get why they didn't show up, but to me, it's just admitting, it's like pleading the fifth. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we know it's bad, so we're not going to subject ourselves to you telling us it's bad. Like, that's, that's how I see it. They just don't even yeah. want to bother. Because also with the drama, Seth Rogen had a panel for Preacher, and, and you shit on him. Yeah, I'm sure you watched the clip, Rob. I didn't watch the clip. I read about it. Okay. Like, does that work it? Well, I watched the clip, and he was just like, "Well, I mean, I showed up to the panel, so if that tells you anything about preacher, <laughs> so <laughs> that's great." Because it was—it's not even like a dig at the show. It's just like integrity. Yeah, it's like a character, a character attack. Yeah, and it's just uh... the thread on Free Folk was just congratulating him because he is a big name in the scene and he's still shitting on it because he isn't an actor or tied to the show so he has nothing to lose by being just like yeah i did not like the show they ended it poorly did you find something i found one article that's saying that the game of thrones panel conveniently ends before fan questions okay so So, it makes it seem like there was no questions i haven't found like a reputable source i've heard of saying that that's probably how it's going to be, though. They're probably If they were going to cut off fan questions, you're not going to hear anything official. It's going to be like, well, this is a short panel. Yeah. And that'll be the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, from, from my perspective, if that's what I would do. I mean, From my perspective, don't... D&D is evil. <laughs> I don't think they're evil. I think they just they shit the bed and they should own up they to it. They just like, yeah. wanted to be done, which is just bad. And We've talked yeah, no, about I, it there's, enough. There's... And that was our weekly Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, moving on to something that's actually positive and something we're excited for, the Marvel announcements, the Marvel like panels through the weekend. The Marvel Explosion Phase 4 announcements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was more than just an announcement. So, I mean, it's, it's like a positive note, but at the same time, I think I've officially hit the burnout. 
Yeah. Where I am just, I'm looking at the announcements, and out of all of the announcements, there are three things I am interested in. It is the Doctor Strange, yep. and the the mom, something of madness. Doctor oh. Strange uh, and the madness, of, madness. of the multiverse. Yes. Oh, it's Doctor Strange and yeah. mommy time. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Thor and Love and Thunder. Yes. Because, well, of course, because Thor is great. Because Thor, it's Taika Waititi, and Natalie Portman is back. Um, and then what if the first animated Marvel show? It's gonna be so hard not subscribing to Disney Plus yes. to watch that because I that that was like the biggest thing. I was like, that'll be cool. Not only because like you know what if, but they actually have the voice actors coming back. Yes, well the actors coming to do the yeah because yeah. I was like I have no idea what that is because I just saw the name and so I looked it up and I was like that is a really cool show idea and then I saw it was animated and I was like that's even better. So it's not going to be just a headache and more boring stories. Like they can literally go crazy with it since it's animated, and they have. Did you see the first one? Uh, what do you mean? They announced what the first episode is going to be. No, it's uh Peggy Carter becomes the first super soldier. Oh wow! Hmm. So yeah. see, very interesting concepts, and I like that the narrator is going to be the I can't remember the actor's name, but he's Bernard in Westworld. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. he was at the panel and he was talking. And I was like, you're going to be such a good narrator because your voice is mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Such a soothing voice. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that's what I'm really excited for. But really, I looked at the rest and I was like, I uh, don't care. Yeah. But I'm curious. But, but someone else talked. There's... Oh, um, same. <laughs> I am, I also... You want to see WandaVision. I do. I'm curious. I don't. Because what, what's the order? I think WandaVision is first and then the Doctor Strange movie, right? Because they they are tied together. They are tied together. I can't remember the order though. Yeah. I think I think WandaVision is leads. gonna come out first. Yes. And it leads into her interacting with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, because um, the theories are that the show is her messing with multiverses and dimensions in order to try and bring vision back to life or to interact with vision again and that's gonna cause some freaky stuff and Doctor Strange has to step in to help. That that I'd be okay with. That, that would be a lot more interesting because I think Doctor Strange is interesting to a point, and then once he's like by himself for too long, it kind of gets eh. Like, yeah, you need you need support. Like a lot of these sh- movies did really well when there was support. Like mm-hmm. Spider Man, for example, which we're gonna jump into here pretty quick, is it's got Happy. Happy's like a really good like kind of mm-hmm. side character. Dad. Yeah, he's he's side d- dad yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like even Thor. Like once he had more characters to interact with with Hulk and even Valkyrie. It just that really helps him kind of have like a back and forth. Whereas mm-hmm. when it's just Doctor Strange, you're yeah. like, you're an asshole. Yeah, we I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just so. I didn't start caring about the Marvel movies until probably Civil War, mm-hmm. when everyone was like playing off of each other. Because mm-hmm. solo yeah. movies were kind of boring. Yes, playing. you could build a world. And now have a lot of they have a lot of latitude to kind of mm-hmm. draw out things. And I think um, with the Disney Plus thing, they're really going to focus on having the tv shows and movies really interconnect and like allow for these relationships to really build and mm-hmm. become more than just every other year you see them interact mm-hmm. which is cool I, do. Yeah. I wish they would have done that with the daredevil jessica jones hell's kitchen they weren't at the shows. they weren't at the point i know but yeah I do have a concern though, because I, I do. I, we're, I mean, we're gonna see them. We may not, may not see them the first week they come out. What or are we saying? Like <laughs> I haven't even. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Oh my god! You're, 
Hey, disregard. Just delete I'm that. Like, delete that. She's, she's no, a lunatic. No, that was brilliant. <laughs> Madeline is just like what I hope our listeners aren't doing. <laughs> not, no, I just, I don't. Now. He didn't tell me about all these. I mean, I, he like okay. slightly mentioned it. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. No time out. Yesterday, I was on my laptop where we were finishing Chernobyl, and we had finished, and I'm like, oh, look at all these, the, like the timeline for all these things. And she just gets up and walks into the kitchen to go do something, and I was like, all right. I mean, I'm trying to explain to you. And I explained to her later when she comes back, and she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I explained the Eternals. I explained... Like, how many Disney Plus things? I didn't really explain Loki, because no, let's be real here. No, you just said the Eternals and then Disney Plus. And then I was like, let's see The Lion King. You're like, I'm not going to support Disney. Exhibit like, A. Well, what of her not is listening. wrong? <laughs> that sounds like Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these Disney Marvel movies. I don't want to oh support Disney. I don't, I don't. This characterization no. of what We I can't am. see The Lion King, but we can. Uh, I'm not going to support well, that. Well, don't see The Lion King, because it just looks shitty. But It looks like a shitty remake. Like, Disney movie. But it's bad. Go You're going to be mad. I mean, just because Scar doesn't have a black mane doesn't mean it's oh. going to be bad. You, that's what you've been saying, though. You've been literally <laughs> saying that he doesn't have a black mane, so it's not going to be as good. <laughs> I've anyway. heard Scar anyway. is, like, the worst part of the movie because of how, like, bland they made him. That's what I'm saying. They, they probably watered it down. A, like the rich... It's a tangent. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I'll even see half these movies in theaters. Yeah. Just I'm fine with waiting, especially... Well, half of... <laughs> Go ahead. Half of them are movies, and the other half is all Disney Plus. So that's the yes. other thing is like, yeah, this was my point. I was trying to make a second ago was, if they're gonna fragment it like this, do we have to watch a Disney Plus stuff to know what the hell's going on? That's what I'm also worried about. It's like if they're really gonna make these interconnected, like, is it just kind of like, pay for it or fuck you? Have fun at the movie trying to figure this out and who these characters are, or yeah. are they gonna go the worst option? I think where they just dumb it the movies mm-hmm. down even further so they re-explain who characters are so the people who do watch the shows who are the people they want to see the movies are just annoyed because they're just going over things they already know. Yeah. They could always do that simple thing like Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Like the whole series just building up to him taking on the mantle 100%. And then when the next movie comes around with him in it, it's just kind of like, hey. Yeah, I'm, he's Captain I'm no. the dude. So, like... They don't have to do that because if you've seen the previous film, you know that he's going to be that guy. Just the other stuff is just more backstory and like more yeah. just nerdiness. I don't know. Just relationship building and like they can do more fan servicey things in the shows yeah. just because they have the time to do that. But like exactly. after seeing this, are you more inclined to get Disney Plus? Are you like, God damn it, you're going to get my money? I'm not going to, I don't think I want to feed the mouse any more than I already do by going to see movies in the theater. So I probably won't. I'll probably just read about them because realistically the movies are where a lot of the big story points take place. I mean, if that changes, maybe, maybe not anymore. Yeah. Maybe they are going to do crazy. Like I think what if alone, I'm like, God damn it. Cause I really want to see that. Mm -hmm. Which one? What if? Oh yeah. 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 And that's, that's hard. I I do want to see that. But the other hand, it's like, I don't need to spend another $15 a month on top of it's only seven, three others. Oh, still, but I mean, like, they're still paying for another service. Yes, it adds up. For, yeah. Yeah. Right, I, I want to wait for, like, reviews of that show, because that's not until next year. So, like, once yeah. some reviews come out, and if people are like, yes, watch it, then I'll do, like, a trial or whatever and try it. Yeah, exactly. Any other Marvel talk before we get into Marvel? No, I think I'm good here. Uh, as an aside, think... do you want to hold off on Spider-Man until next week? Because this is already a pretty long podcast episode. I'd rather just get it done. Yeah, just average it out so marvel talk spider-man spoilers again we're the super topical podcast that is always your state-of-the-art news less than a month 
late. We're topical with San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, and then less topical with Chernobyl and Spider Man. So we're getting both angles. Yeah. Just never know what we're coming with. Next week we're talking about the James Cameron film Avatar. Yay. Oh yeah, it's a great film. Just came out. Yeah, I just saw uh, it. So Spider Man spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen Homecoming. Uh, what are you doing with your life? If you haven't seen... <laughs> Been far, out for weeks. Yeah, Far From Home. Uh, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, stop. So I liked Homecoming better. I went into this probably hearing too much. You guys did see it last night, right? Correct. Okay, the just making sure. Uh, we saw it Saturday. I kept hearing that this is the best Spider-Man live action that this is better than homecoming that this is just pinnacle spider-man and i left feeling very dissatisfied with having those thoughts in my head when i went to see the movie because i was very much whelmed by this movie (laughs) and i think it's like i mentioned earlier like i'm just hitting the burnout i think where the marvel formula isn't doing it for me anymore especially after the movies infinity war and endgame where they just kind of like push it to this crazy new level. And now it's like, well, you can't go back. You gave me the chocolate syrup on my ice cream. Like, I can't just go back to regular ice cream anymore. You don't like ice cream. I don't like this metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like America, Cody? Ice cream's not that good. Oh, okay. Cody. You're uninvited uh, <laughs> from whatever we're doing. That's going to be a whole other podcast with Brittany, I think. <laughs> <laughs> She's wrong, Brittany. I'm sorry that she said that. What were you going to say, Robert, about the movie? Uh, personally offended. <laughs> you're PO'd. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, so unfortunately, because I waited so long to see it as well, I had some plots spoiled um, going in. You, you got Mysterio being a villain was spoiled for you? No, 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 not that. What? Um, okay, I thought no. he was the good I, guy. Uh, the point that was spoiled was there's no multiverse. I was like, yeah, it was just like a stupid. middle finger. I was like, that's yeah. kind of lame. But the other thing that got that kind of was like, I was paying too much attention to the entire film was that I knew Nick Fury was Talos. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like watching over all the weird shit that was happening. And I will say this. I think they, that Jackson played him different, like deliberately throughout yeah. the film. Yeah. Like he was significantly more aggressive mm-hmm. and direct and less subtle and sneaky. That was um, the point. And people even mentioned like, he cursed at odd times, like very aggressive times. Because yeah. yes. Talos knew, like, okay, he swears, yeah. but I don't understand English really well, so I swear. <laughs> Bitch, <Yeah>. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, although I could, that's I could also see see Fury maybe saying that in a different way. I could see um, Sam Jackson saying that, but I couldn't <laughs> see Nick Fury saying it that time. Sam Jackson as yeah. Nick Fury, played by Talos. Yeah. As Sam Jackson. Like, it's, it's felt like he was playing himself for most of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I, I would say it's on par with Homecoming. I think if I wouldn't have that stuff spoiled, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Because I think they did a really good job of kind of turn the turn was not what I was expecting. See, my issue, as I what think turn? the crux of a lot of superhero Marvel movies, is the villain. And I know Brittany's heard me talk about it, but as soon as they did the Mysterio reveal, I just found Mysterio so boring. He Mm -hmm. was just another Stark employee that was upset. And it's just, he was so corny. And that huge exposition of like, here's my plan. Let me twirl my mustache. It went on way too long. Yes. Oh, when he was congratulating. Yes. It was like a literal circle jerk that we were forced to watch. Yeah. They were just like, here's a lot of exposition about 
why he's the villain and what their plan is because and how this, they're doing this. Yeah, because this is a really weird plot, so we need to explain it, otherwise you'll be confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that also might stem from the fact that Sony is the lead on these films, and so I think they maybe have more latitude than they should have. Do so they? Kind of think it, or, I th- well, it's a, it's a Sony Pictures in in concert with Mar- uh, Marvel. But, like, Sony owns, yes. Sony owns Spider-Man, so they yes. can do whatever the hell they want. But doesn't Marvel still control who directs it, who writes it? Like, don't they have creative control, and Sony just gets to stick their name on it and just take the money? Uh, I'm part to look at that specifically, but I don't, I don't, I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that. I, I think it's more, Marvel has some input, and they get some creative control, but I still, I still think Sony has a lot of latitude on what they can and can't do. Because I, th- or, sorry, I think when you look at the movie, it's still a Marvel movie. Like, I walked away and I was like, yeah, that was an average Marvel movie. Like, I didn't right. go away thinking, like, man, Sony really, they really screwed Spider-Man this time. Like, I was just like, yeah, it was just an average Marvel movie. Right. I, what I'm saying is I think that they have a little more control. I think if, if they tightened it up with more Marvel-iness to it, they could have made it better. Because if we've had better sequels, like yes. Thor 2, and uh, what are the good th- sequels out there, are there? I can't think of any. Iron Man uh, 3 was great. Winter Soldier. Iron Man, I was Winter kidding. Soldier was really good. Mm-hmm. Winter Iron Soldier Man, was Iron good. Iron Man 3. Yeah. I liked Iron Man 3. I don't think it was that bad. Anyways, I, I just think it, that, that they don't have as much of the reins as, as maybe we think they do. I think that was kind of why we had those those parts that needed to be tightened up a little bit. Madeline, you have thoughts? Um, I thought it was a good movie. I just thought it was... I mean, I don't know... I don't know anything about, like... Mysterio or whatever his name is. Um, but I really thought it was just like really easily discovered. I mean, it was easy to pick out that Jake Gyllenhaal was a bad guy. And I know, I mean, there's always going to be a bad person. But like it, when I first saw like the called the elementals or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, what's this? Like what's happening? And then immediately like when he starts talking and like doing that whole buddy buddy thing, I was like, oh, I was like, he's definitely the bad guy. And yeah. I like, said, Robert, I was like, he's a bad guy. Isn't he? And he's like, no. That's he, he knew. I, mean, I, he, I knew already. So I, I know, like, and I'm like, I just was. It was kind of like, oh, this is. Then after that, it's kind of like brings the movie down. I think go through the motions. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, okay, so this is gonna happen. There's gonna be the fight scene, and then mm. you know, Spider Man's gonna win, and yeah. I mean, I did enjoy the Peter Tingle kind of joke and kind of yeah, addressing the fact that he See, has I that power. I didn't like that. I felt like the humor also failed on me. Like, when Nick Fury was trying to just talk to Peter, mm-hmm. and they just kept, inter- like, four times in a row, they interrupted him. I was just like, just let him talk. Just, please, just stop <laughs> having someone knock on the door just for a sentence. Oh, yeah, that was kind of silly, yeah. Too, I feel like they were trying too hard, and, like, the... They took it too far, yeah. The Betty and... Ned. Ned. Okay, it was. I thought it was hilarious. It was funny, yeah. And it was very true to life with how it ended. Just like fucking high school. We we grew. We grew past this. We grew. Like, see, (laughs) I feel like it was funny. Very. I don't know. It wasn't subtle, but it was just like, yeah, it's still funny because Mm -hmm. it's not just too like knee slappy. I don't know. I can't think of the right words, but it was just like not like. I think I think that the part of the problem might be is that uh, Spider-Man, because of what Homecoming was, and then what you know Infinity War and Endgame was, it they don't have it doesn't have a, it's a, a personality if that's yeah. the right word to use. Like it doesn't know what it is. Like Thor, it took how long until it, Thor three until it really became like 
this is the personality. So I think this might just be the cha- like this the you know the sophomore challenge of Marvel films is they just don't know mm-hmm. how to build the character until the third film because they have a good indication of what the the fans really like. So I think maybe the third time around uh, we might have a, a better understanding. Also, Marvel may have a tighter control this time. Yeah, um, they might have more input. Yeah. Well, I also think that with this one, I feel like they're trying to appeal to the younger population, like younger kids. Because, like, I mean, when you really do look at the last, what, Infinity Wars, like, it's pretty, I mean, it is mm-hmm. gory. Like, there's pretty dark things in it. And a lot of the, like, Marvel movies, there's a lot of dark stuff. And so I feel like they're trying to pull Spider-Man into this different genre where he mm-hmm. appeals to like younger kids because realistically like a nine-year-old and eight-year-old could see this movie where i necessarily wouldn't take like an eight-year-old i don't know like yeah. an eight-year-old like fourth grade i don't know so in some of the other marvel movies because they are they do have pretty dark themes yeah mm-hmm. with endgame like you would show them endgame and like thanos gets beheaded pretty early yeah. on in the movie mm-hmm. so it's yeah i get that like they're like okay we got to you know, go hard the other direction of its light. He's the yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And yeah. on the film house discussion of this, Adam has a good point where we haven't really seen Spider-Man in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, he spent most of his screen time in space at this point. Yeah. And so, Adam... Um, wait, wait, where was he in the first film? In uh, Homecoming? He was in New York, but, like, we didn't see much of it. Right. Um, And so Adam's theory is that now this third movie, like the whole arc is going to be him building to becoming the symbol for New York. Like he's not necessarily the symbol of Avengers, but he is going to be New York's Spider-Man. And I think that this movie is doing a good job of setting up for the third film. And I think the third film is going to be much more enjoyable, if not for the writing, directing, whatever, just based on the plot alone and how those two end credit scenes are kind of like building up to it. So they get back to the roots of what's what is Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a kid in New York who typically is hiding his identity, not anymore, <laughs> and <laughs> fighting against J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Yes. I, I felt like the last little bit, I, I felt this for most of the film, but like really towards the end of the film, very much like they drew drew inspiration from the Spider-Man game. Yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. It felt, when it he was felt swinging very around. much... Yeah, just like they even just like with the J. Jonah Jameson thing, like they took mm-hmm. rather than him being a newspaper guy, he was actually like a radio shock he's in jock. Wars. He's, yeah, he's and, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I th- that's what I took away from it. I was like, that's that's perfect. Like, even you're you're kind of. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think it's it's a great thing because I think the other opportunity they'll have here is if we do get a sequel to the Spider-Man game, they can kind of merge those two things together. They've, they've taken what they've learned from the game and they've taken what they've developed in the movie and they can create a very good video game Spider-Man sequel. Uh, story. I am interested because another big, bigger gripe I had was this was marketed as the huge Far From Home. It was set in Europe and stuff, but like I didn't feel like we were in Europe. Like yeah. I just, they had like, because on the YMS video, they talked like, all the shots were just, like, close-ups of the characters, like, talking and stuff. Like, even the action. Like, they didn't show, like, the cities too much. And if they had just done a little bit more wider camera angles and you could really see the city and, like, get some sort of grasp on where they are, it would... I, I, disagree. I disagree. Okay. Because there's a lot of stuff that, that gets... That happened. I think it, I think maybe what your, what your, your real problem was that we didn't spend enough time in any one city. 
because they did a lot of really establishing uh, uh, long establishing shots when they got to a new place or when they're on their way to a new place so when they got to venice i think venice like... is the one place where they really showed off the city after that, yeah, the, it was all just meh. Well, okay, so there was Venice, then there was the Alps. They had, like, the establishing shot mm-hmm. of them driving in. Um, and then from there, it went to is it Prague, the Czech, Czech Republic. They did a couple shots of them in the city showing, like, the party, the, uh, them driving in, kind of the buildings. So I think they did a good job. I just think the, the juxtaposition of every city was kind of rough. But I think they kind of also established that that was going to be the plan because the, the, a lot of the, the trailer uh, – not trailers, the posters were, were his bag full of stickers from all over. So I kind of was anticipating he wasn't going to be in one spot for too long. That's my perspective. I don't, that didn't bother me too much. My only thing to say about that is maybe the issue is they're going to these places that aren't as recognizable as places in Europe you're familiar with. Like most sure. people have – Italy, think of Rome, not Venice. And most mm-hmm. people uh, think of not Prague. Uh, <laughs> Eastern, or the Eastern Alps, at all. You know, like yeah. you think Paris, think the yeah. Eiffel Tower, London, mm-hmm. fucking Germany. Like They did go to Germany for a little. They were subverting expectations. They were in Berlin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were in Berlin. <laughs> they were That's in where the Netherlands. Big scene that happened. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. The Netherlands felt like nothing. They're the so nice there. We just saw tulip, <laughs> a tulip field in the Netherlands, right? Mm yeah. He was in that little and tulip. village and he was in jail. Yeah, so we saw <laughs> a jail. jail we saw a jail room and then like a pig I don't know, like a marketplace and then mm-hmm. tulips. It's pretty. Tulips pretty. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I think that's right. a weird gripe, but yeah, okay. And I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my weird no, gripe. It's some YouTube video person's gripe that you were like, Yeah. No, like I said that when we left the movie theater, I was like, it didn't feel like they were in mm-hmm. Europe. Yeah. When they specifically were filming in Europe for the movie. So I don't know. It just like it felt just like mm-hmm. aside from Venice to me, it felt like they were just on another soundstage somewhere. That's fair. Do you think Beck's dead? I hope he's not, because if he is, I will be v- even more disappointed with how little they utilized this kind of important villain for Spider-Man. I understand he's got the intelligent and the like Tony Stark tools on his hand on his side, Beck. But like, how can he? Yeah. Like so- he can't really like because you think of a villain for Spider-Man or any type of like superhero, you think they has to be like another some another person on like a superhero type level or someone like like Thanos, right? He was from. Or, yeah, Titan. He was a Titan, you know, half, whatever. And so I feel like how can Spider-Man, how can a man try to beat Spider-Man? How can that be a match? That, that's, the, that's the beauty of the Mysterio character is that he uses illusions to, to, be, to beat him. But you, you clearly saw in this movie, like, he, Peter Parker, was able to, like, use his Spidey sense and that didn't work anymore. So then what comes next? Yeah. So that, they, they showed how... Yeah. He can beat him once he gets his powers, like, in working order again. Like, it was yeah. pretty easy for him to do so. There was one thing that someone pointed out on Reddit I thought was very interesting is the fact that he had planned that message going out yeah. after he quote-unquote died. But also, he had robots prior to getting to Stark bots. Mm-hmm. Those were under his control and not uh, Edith's control. Yeah. So, people are saying, what if that was actually an illusion that Edith yeah. didn't have control over? So, there's that whole perspective. Oh. Yeah, like, Brittany, what do you think? Is it still the Mysterio being alive question? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to resolve that before we <laughs> uh, go, go deeper. I think Jake Gyllenhaal has, like, six more indie movies to do. 
Okay. I'd like so, him to yeah. still be alive because I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, I like yeah. I like him as an actor, and I like him and Tom Holland's chemistry off They're so screen. Funny. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. Their bromance is real. Yeah, I'm. My headcanon is that we never actually saw Beck. It was always just a drone. Like, it was just drones the entire time, and it was. It's all been illusions, because he is smarter than that. I hope. I have one other fun theory, but I also think he's alive. The scientist that Obadiah Stane kind of William. abused. Yeah, William Dieter, whatever his last name is. He is actually Mysterio, and he was just mm. using Jake Gyllenhaal to, to further his motives. See, um, that would be a... That would be cool. That'd be a cool reveal for, like, the next movie, like, when he shows back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assuming that's the next movie is going to be Sinister Six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I, so, I wish they would do that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know this is going to get Rob going. <laughs> yeah. So, are we, Anyways. do we feel confident to rate it? Any other gripes or positives? I did, like I said, I like the Berlin scene, the big Mysterio scene where he the was illusion, just losing Michael. his mind. Oh, that was so good. And that the really good. fight at the end where he j- finally used the spider sense, like finally Peter working. Tingle. That was Peter really Tingle. cool. And just, <laughs> just seeing getting his... getting inside the illusion. And just seeing him close his eyes and just take, like, let his senses take mm-hmm. control. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Like they acknowledged it. The movie did have good points. I think MJ and Peter work. I think they're a really fun couple that are just awkward teenagers that don't know how to be. They're the most teenager Peter Parker and yes. MJ. Yes. So like, yeah. I think the movie did have good, good notes. I think Happy and Aunt May are pretty funny. Those they were probably I, that. I didn't like that joke. I thought that they were the funniest parts, especially at the end when. Happy thought they were dating, and, and it made was like, like summer fling. Yeah, it's just like it, it, which fits for her though. It like yeah? the way she dresses, the way she acts. It's like yeah. she's just so kind of whimsical. Yes, and very free spirited. And Happy is always in a suit. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I didn't want people to listen to this and think I hated every second of it. Like I did enjoy the movie. Just, it's easier to talk about the negatives than it is to be like that funny. <laughs> That's how you talk, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, rating. Britt, you go first. Uh, you never go first. You always deflect it. Go first. What do we do? What do we, what's our rating system? Out of 10, uh, uh, Spidey fan on Twitch TVs. That was That's Flash's like, live stream username or whatever. Yeah, it's just lame. Uh, Out of 10, <laughs> Flash's parents not caring about him. Ooh, <laughs> that was, that was really sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go with that. Ten neglecting parents. Yeah. Fuck. Give it to me, Britt. Uh, six. Cody. That's surprising, because I thought you enjoyed the movie more. I thought it was whatever. There were aspects <laughs> of it that I liked, but meh. You did... I did not get that from how you were talking about it. I know. <laughs> Subvert expectations. Uh-huh. Boom. Okay. No, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'd probably watch it again at some point, but fine. I'll give it a 5.5. Oh, Oof. you guys are lowballing. Um, I'll give. I was gonna give it like a seven point three. <laughs> I like it. Point not three. bad. Not terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to do point five. Broken, not bad. Much. Not terrible. Yeah, times two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think about seven as well. I don't. I, I don't think it necessarily is anywhere close to being the worst Marvel film. Um, no. It's no. One of the better. One of the better sequels. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, second film in, this, in a franchise. I'm excited to see where they take this because I really enjoy the Spider-Man villains. They're always so so interesting. 
They're because they're ju- they're just people most of the time with yes. some weird issue. They're Tony Stark disgruntled employees. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it going. God, that trope's got to die though. Nope, you thought it would with Tony. Haha, <laughs> tricked you. <laughs> Jabated. You got something, Britt? Just in the Reddit thread about all the announcements and like, oh. Fantastic Four. Um, someone said, can't wait for Dr. Doom to be some guy Tony Stark fired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is known. That's, that, yeah. so, that sounds right. It is confirmed. Yeah. So I guess that's it. We're ready to wrap it up. Yeah. This long episode. Fuck. Yeah, boy. Yep. It's going to be a nice, easy episode next week now. So Probably. thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed all the spoiler talk. Let us know if you like Spider-Man. Tell me how I'm wrong and how I need to increase my rating. And I'll tell you you're wrong. Shut up. <laughs> I'm the one with the opinion. No, no he's wrong. It's okay. You he's he's him. wrong. It's fine. He yeah, it's wrong. fine. Please deflate his ego. My microscopic <laughs> ego. Just step on it. That's uh, subverting <laughs> expectations. Uh, let us know what Marvel show you're excited for, or if we should look into these other heroes if they're interesting and we should be excited for them. Tell me why I should give a shit about Shang Chi. Or a Hawkeye television show. (laughs) Or Black Widow movie. Uh, uh, I'm excited, fuck you. I fucking knew you would because (laughs) David Harbour's in it. Yeah, he is. David Harbour's in it? I didn't uh, know that. No, I just love Black Widow. And Rachel Weisz. You didn't know she loved Black Widow? No, I forgot. She was so upset when she died. Rachel Weisz from The Favorite. Yeah, thank you, Madeline. Madeline I know. I heard she you remembers know. that, but not what I told her yesterday about, I, it, about the movie. Because just... she doesn't care about you. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> You're busy eating chips. That's not, about that's the Lion King. <laughs> All right, we, we should end this. this okay, yeah. Forever. Give, us, give us the ratings. <laughs> tell us the things. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.